Welcome back to Your Real Source, the podcast about real estate. And today we're going to have a great interview with Monica Polka to talk about membership in My Real Source. But before we get to that, we always want to look at the pandemic curve. And if you want to see the graph on the p- pandemic curve, what we want you to do is go to the website, yourrealsource.info. Once you're on that site, you'll see the different episodes for the podcast. And underneath each of the episodes, there's a little button that says continue reading. If you click on that button, it will open up and show you the pandemic curve graphs. There's three of them. One says new listings, one says pending, new pending listings, and one says new closed listings for the previous week. But we go all the way back to before the coronavirus started, and each week there's a plot point on the graph. And what we do is we discuss each podcast what's happening. Well, there was obviously a big dip for about eight weeks where the pandemic curve dipped very, very low. Didn't go down to zero, but it went very low. And then for the rest of the time, it's been going up and up and up. And the good news for the curve that we're looking at uh, this week is that in all three categories, new listings are now up above last year's rate for the previous week. The pending listings are above last year for the previous week. And so are the closings. And this is the first time the closings have been up above last year's rate. So in all three categories, the pandemic curve has come above the previous year. So that's very, very good news. It sounds like we may have a question from one of our listeners. Jake, do we have a question? Yes, we do. Dave, when I use the BSNA property and tax information software, I generally have to go and get my credit card to pay individually for each property record. Someone said my real source has a new member benefit that may help with some of these fees. Is that true? And how does it work? That's a great question. And the answer is yes, that is true. We do have something to solve that problem where you have to get into your wallet and get your credit card out. Now you don't have to do that anymore because what we have is we've integrated the BSNA software right into Paragon so that on anything that's in the database, there's a link where you can click and get to the BSNA record for that property, and it will cost you no money at all in Macomb, in Genesee, and all the gross points. For those areas, you just click on it. It'll give you the report free of charge. And the good thing about BSNA is BSNA is the official record, and it's linking to the live database for BSNA, so it's up-to-date right up to that day. So just try that out. And you'll really enjoy it, and you won't have to dip into your wallet to get your credit card. And now it's time for Etiquette Minute, where we give you an etiquette tip for our industry in less than a minute. Jake, can you start the courtesy clock? When entering a new listing, be sure to add your seller's disclosure and associated documents in Paragon. This ensures agents can actually view the disclosures both in Paragon and in HomeSnap when they're out showing properties. This results in a better showing for your listings, but if a buyer asks how old is the roof, the agent can look like a pro, pull out the disclosures on the HomeSnap, and either show it to the buyer or send it to the buyer or text it to the buyer. Don't forget to add the lead-based paint disclosure, bank addendums, 
bylaws and rules for condos, anything like that. And then the rules will show up in HomeSnap. This is good etiquette, and it makes all of us look more professional. And we did it in less than a minute. Okay, it looks like we've got uh, Monica. Monica, can you hear me? Yes, I can, Dave. Okay, so Monica Kapolka is the person that handles our membership for My Real Source, and we want to talk to her about all the different aspects of membership. First, before we get started, Monica, tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been with My Real Source. All right, Dave, thank you so much for having me. Yes, I handle all of the My my Real Source membership, and I have been with My Real Source for about 20 years now. So I've been here for a little while. So, so you must know what's going on. <laughs> not always, but I, I, I know quite a bit, yes. And with that, I probably have had the privilege of speaking with most of you on the phone or even have met you if you have ever attended an in-house class, because I'm the one that will greet you at the front lobby or answer the phones. I've, I've met quite a bit of you. And you also are, attend our shareholder meetings and things like that as well. Yes, I have been there also, yes. So for membership, are you the one that handles the membership for all the different categories of membership? And I guess the thing we'd like to find out is how many different categories of membership are there? There are quite a few, Dave. Within my real source, we have new offices that I would add, brokers, agents, secretaries, admins, and appraisers. Wow, that is a lot. So what's the difference between a secretary and an admin? Okay, the difference between a secretary is the broker is requesting an admin to work for the broker and everybody under that broker within that office. An admin is somebody who works for just an agent within the office or a specific team. So there is a little bit of a difference. A secretary for the broker in the whole office sees the whole office data for their office an admin who is working for a specific agent or a team within an office will only see that information. And can you like audit or keep track of who is doing what? Yes, definitely. My real source does, yes, audit and with unique login sign-in, we do not allow password sharing. Yes, we can audit and watch and track all data within the system. So everybody that is going to be a user and use the system has to have their own unique login. And that's why we have so many different forms of uh, membership because everybody's got to have a login. Yes, everybody does. Absolutely. They all get their own unique login. And that way, if somebody says, who made this change to this listing? it's possible to go back and, and see who did it and what day and at what time. Absolutely, yes. That would be an audit that we could perform in our system. And we could tell you, yes, at what date 
time and who logged in at that time to make that specific change or upload photos or change data within the system. Yes. Okay. So now that we've got straight all the different forms of membership, how would somebody just start, get the ball rolling to become a member? Okay, wonderful. Yes, for a brand new office, a new broker coming into my real source, we would need the my real source new broker application filled out. In that application is a checklist of everything that we would need to process the application. It is very easy. So once the application is filled out, we need a letter of good standing from a board within the state of Michigan that you are associated with a copy of the license, and a list of any agents that we would add along with yourself to the system. It would be $100 to get the office up and running. And that breaks down to $99 for the processing fee and a dollar for the share of stock. As we are broker owned, the brokers do own a share of stock within my real source. And then monthly, at the beginning of the month, we would invoice that office $25 for the office fee and $45 for the broker's user fee monthly. And any agent added to that office would also be $45 for their user fee. And those are billed just for the month that uh, they're in, not, not in advance? Absolutely. Yep. We invoice at the beginning of the month for that month. Yes. Okay. And you mentioned a board. Is that referring to a board of realtors? Yes, it is. A board of realtors within the state of Michigan. As long as you are associated with one of those boards in the state of Michigan with access being active, yes, then you would be granted access within my real source. Absolutely. So basically there's two requirements. One to have either a broker's license or an appraiser's license and then to belong to a board or association of realtors in the state of Michigan. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so now they've got the ball rolling. They found this application. Where do they find the application? Is that on a website? Yes, we actually have two locations where they can find our forms, and that is on our website, mirealsource.com. Click on the services tab, and then from there, select popular documents. All of those documents and forms that we will be talking about today can be located there. Or if you are already an existing member and you're logged into Paragon, that would be at within MLS documents up at the top right of the screen, almost where you'd log out. And then from there, my real source request forms, click on that folder and all the forms are located there. Okay, so now that the broker has joined, what if he's got some agents that he wants to have join as well? Yep, we do find that where a lot of times the broker will just come in on their own. So, and now they've had agents that they have been a member, the broker has been a member with us for a while, and now they would like to add some agents. So with the My Real Source agent status change form, they fill that out with the agent's name, license number, their email address, cell phone, and what board they belong to. And then they send that over to me and the email address is up at the top of the form where they would send that in. 
and then I would process the login and password. And then once I've done that, I will email the broker or office manager who's ever sent in the form to me, along with the new agent, their login and password on a new welcome email. So this new welcome email, does it tell them how do they get their orientation done or does it tell them uh, any of that information? Yes. Where the login is in the middle of the welcome email, they have two options to either attend a webinar or they can take the class at their own pace online by themselves. But yes, you would click the links right there. Okay. So they, they can choose to just do it in an automated fashion or they can attend a live webinar. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. What if they're coming from another, they've already been in the business, they've already belonged to another MLS. Do you have a shortened, uh, small version of an orientation that they can take so they don't have to take a big, long orientation? Absolutely, yes. I would still need the MyRealSource agent status change form because I would be adding them to the system or changing them from one office to the other. And yes, if they have been out of the system for over a year, or coming from a new MLS, and they are familiar with the business, then yes, they could take a shorter version. And that link is also within the welcome email that I will email to them. Okay. So what if, uh, so we, we know that the broker joins and then he can have agents join. If the broker has uh, one or two or three secretaries that he wants to have, does the broker then just contact you as well to add a secretary? Yes, absolutely. We do have the form. It would be the uh, My Real Source Broker requesting admin login form. All I need on that form filled out would be the admin's name, email address, and cell phone number. They also would indicate if the admin or secretary is licensed. I do check everybody that I add into My Real Source in the state database so that I am making sure everything does coordinate with the information that they are providing to us. So if an admin comes in and they are not active with an active license in the state of Michigan, they would check that and their fee would be $4.50 per month for their user fee. If they are a licensed secretary, the cost would be $45 a month for their user fee. Okay. And then for the fee for an agent's admin, how much would that one be? That would be $9 for the agent, for their agent admin, or for the team agent ad, or for the admin for the team. Unless they hold an active license, that also would be $45 per month. But we would verify that within the state database. Now you mentioned, you mentioned teams and I know there's more and more people doing teams and teams are growing. So how do we keep track of who is on whose team and does it make a difference? And do you need to know who's on whose team? Absolutely. That's a great question. Thanks Dave for asking that. Cause I was going to touch on that. My Real Source is a team-friendly MLS, and if you are on a team, we definitely want to know that because we'd want to make sure that we set you up 
correctly as soon as possible. That way, within the team, you would have access to all the contacts, save searches, listings, and reports. And how I would be notified is either when you come brand new to the office through the My Real Source Agent Status Change Form, there is a section there that you would type check off towards the bottom. If you are with a team, they would list that team information. Or if we have added you already to the system and you have joined a team since I've added you, you would then locate or the office would send to me the team's form, the team accounts form. And that's also located within our website or the MLS documents. And then they would send that in. And then I would tie everybody together. So it's important for me to know that because I need to tie everybody together so that when the person, either the admin or a team member, meaning an agent, would log in as themselves, they would then select the assume identity button, which is located up at the top right where your name shows once you log in. And from a drop down menu, you would then select whose identity you would want to assume. So this assume identity feature or ability is only going to work for them if they let you know and you tie them together in the back end of the database. And if and if you do that, then they can use that assume identity feature and be able to do work as the member of the, of the team. Absolutely, yes. That's the only way that they would have access. Otherwise, if they click on the Assume Identity button, they're not going to see anybody. So yes, I do need to know that. And it only takes a few minutes once I receive that form. So anything I do receive, I try to process as soon as possible, because I know that all these agents, admins, brokers, appraisers, they are all, they're on a time schedule. And we want to make it as smooth a transition for them to do what they need to do and get it done right and fast. So many of these teams are going to be set up more in a permanent situation, but given that some people might say, hey, I'm going to go for a two-week or a three-week vacation, and I want an agent in my office to be able to handle my business while I'm gone, can they take advantage of this feature just for a short period of time? Yes, they can. Just send me that form in, and in the email, when they send it to me, they can just say this is temporary or write it somewhere on the form. But then when this new, the agent comes back, they would need to let me know that because I'm not going to just by them saying two weeks on vacation, it could extend. So I always need to hear it by writing to then disable this. So they need to let you know. People. So they need to let you know so that it's basically your toggling it on. And then they, when they get back from vacation, they got to tell you again, so you can toggle it off. Yep, absolutely. Anything that I do in the system, I do need it in writing, whether it's one of our forms or in an email form, because I do file and save everything in the system. Yes, that I do process. Now, these forms that need to get uh, signed and filled out, do you need them to be signed by the broker or the manager in, in an office? If I am notified by the broker that they want to appoint somebody else in their office to sign on their behalf, yes, that is 
I can take that in writing from that broker and then whoever they have listed, I can accept those forms signed by those office managers. Yes. So if a broker said, I'm going to assign my manager or several of my managers the ability to do this, or if they said, I've got, you know, several large, very large teams and I'm going to assign a team leader to be able to do this. As long as it's been delegated by the broker, you'll take that. Absolutely. And then if somebody changes jobs or they don't want to have that title any longer, yes, I would need to hear that also. Now, I know that a lot of times people do make changes uh, along the way. And if they do have uh, people on their team that are changing or leaving, they'd have to let you know that as well. Absolutely. Yes. So if somebody was leaving the team, but still staying within that office, because I have seen that, I would need that in writing to please remove this person from the team, but they will still remain an agent within the office. I have seen that people being added or removed from a team, but then they still stay as their own agent or join the team. Yep. So I would need that in writing. Now, I know that the information that you put in in their membership file is always not just in the MLS system. It's also shared with the form systems and the showing time systems and things like that. So if they ever have changes, like, for example, they change their email or they change their phone number, that it would be important for them to contact you in those instances as well to make sure that you've got it changed in the database so that it's in showing time. So that if somebody wants to say, Hey, I've got an offer on your listing, they've got the right email and the right phone number to get a hold of them. So how would they let you know that, Hey, I changed my email or I changed my phone number? Yes, that is another very good question because I get this all the time where a new agent comes to an office and at that time the office has not set them up with a office email so they provide the agents or the admins personal email address which definitely they don't want that it's just to get them up and running because if I do not have an email on the form I cannot set anybody up because that is my real sources main way of communicating with all of our membership. So if they have a change, they can email that to me at member services at mirealsource.com to update the email, their cell phone, or license numbers, because I do get that request where agents have now updated their licensee number to an associate broker or broker license number. And once I change that, I always email you back to let you know it's been processed and it'll take about an hour within the system to filter through. I do let the techs know also in our, um, in my real source in case they make sure that everything is being pushed out to all of our products so that everything should update and filter correctly. But it takes about an hour? For our system, an hour may take up to 24 hours for our products. So like uh, showing time or the form softwares or things like that? Absolutely. Yes. But yes, that is very important because like I said, that is our main concern or 
way to communicate to our members and the cell phone number is also a great tool because we there are cases where we need to contact somebody and to do it quickly it's not always through an email a cell phone is the best way yeah definitely make sure you provide the cell phone because that's usually when something's immediate we need to reach on your cell phone yes absolutely okay is there anything that you deal with that you want to let our our, our listeners know about any interesting stories or anything like that there is one thing i do want to touch on dave if an agent comes to an office we have a pending applicant status with a new agent we know that they're going through real estate classes and schooling and they may have already chosen a office to work with and they want to get familiar with our system we do offer a pending applicant status where they can have a login into my real source but only search the system they cannot list houses they cannot show houses and this is for new agents also that have their license but have not joined a board of choice yet within the state of Michigan. We allow them 30 days to have a unique login and password into my real source and only search, get familiar with our products in the, the data, the way that they would use them. However, they do not have access to cloud CMA, Instanet, or Realist. They will not have all of our products until they join a board. And they would so, also not get, uh, uh, when they're doing their searching, they would not be able to search any data sharing listings from other MLSs. They would not see those while they're in that pending applicant status. No, not at all. They're only going to see my real source information, and it's only going to be for 30 days. So when your 30 days comes up, I'm going to start emailing you, your broker, and your office manager and say, which board have you joined? because you're getting close to that. We do have cases also where they are very good and they get back to me immediately. Like I said, there may be a, a chance or a time where an agent has come to the office and it's just a matter of getting everything in a row. They're getting hit with everything from their office because it's quite a bit of information. Then from my real source, you know, we have a lot of tools for them. And once they become active within the board, they will email us your nerds number and uh, confirm that you are affiliated with the office. And then I will update your information to a full level agent and you will have all the products and tools. You will know that once you log in because you will see everything. But at least in this uh, pending applicant status, this would allow them to do the learning, do the class, do the orientation and be able to uh, actually utilize it. And when they do get their status and you upgrade them, then they're ready to go. Absolutely, yes. And again, we can do this very quickly. As long as I get the information, our hours are nine to four. If I get that during the day, a lot of times I'm processing everything that day, or if it comes close to the end of the day, it might not be till the next morning. But yes, we stride to try to get everybody the full access that they need as soon as possible so that they can start working and getting out there as soon as possible. 
Okay, well, this has been very, very interesting. And Monica, we want to thank you very much for the interview today. And I think our listeners will find it uh, very helpful. Thank you so much for having me. It was nice. Thank you so much. And I want to thank Monica Kapolka for a very interesting interview today on our podcast. And remember, if you want to ask us any questions, go to the site, yourrealsource.info. And there's a section where you can ask us a question. Also make sure that you go and like our YouTube channel, which is My Real Source Media. And you can link to that from that site. It's been great being with you today. And we look forward to talking to you next week. And remember... It's not the source if it's not your real source.